This is Alan Seaborn from Winning at Home. Welcome to In Progress, a podcast about faith, life, and how we grow. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about something that I'm guessing is on a spectrum of really directly hits where we're at right now to pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty loosely maybe, but still hits somewhat of how we find ourselves acting and living. And I'm, <laughs> I don't really like how I just said that, but I think as I get into it, maybe it'll make some more sense or maybe you'll get what I was trying to say. And I'm just going to jump into read from Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 through 16. Paul says, do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. And I want to highlight, like I said, I think this is going to be something that uh, what I was trying to say is something that touches all of us to some degree. And maybe we're in a spot right now in life where we hear this and go, oh man, that's totally me. I haven't been doing a good job of that lately. And maybe we go, yeah, I'm doing pretty good actually with that, but there are some things I can clean up. And that's this first little line that Paul has here. Do everything without complaining or arguing. And, you know, when I first read that, my initial thought is like, okay, yeah, complaining is me talking about something that I'm not happy with. Arguing is more me addressing someone about something that I'm not happy with. And you go, okay, so if I kind of keep it internal, then I'm good. And I think that we've all found ourselves, maybe right now, maybe at some point when, uh, I can't remember if I, ever, <laughs> if I ever mentioned this before or not, I don't think so, but my dad and brother came to visit me at a previous job that I had, I was living um, about three-ish hours away from where I had grown up, and they came out to visit for the weekend. We spent a little time together, and as they were getting ready to, or maybe not like getting in the car to leave or anything, but toward the end of our time together, um, my dad said, hey, you kind of suck to be around right now. Like You just don't seem like you're doing very well. And maybe no one <laughs> has ever come out and said it to you like that, but I think that's an experience that we all can understand and appreciate. And he did it in a very seaborne, direct confrontation kind of a way, but he addressed what happens when we just let 
negativity internally even. Just grow. And so what Paul is saying here when he says do everything without complaining or arguing, the idea of those two terms, complaining and arguing, I want to dig into what the, when Paul is writing this, what the Greek words were, were communicating, what they were getting across to his audience, and maybe some things that we can kind of miss when we're reading this translation in English. So complaining, the idea behind it is really talking about um, a secret displeasure. And one of the things that I read said, not openly avowed. So not openly discussed and talked about. Another way that it was described was talking about muttering, where you kind of, you know, that feeling where you're talking with somebody and something happens and you, they say, what? You go, oh, oh, nothing. But you know, you were trying to convey, I'm not happy about something. Now, maybe we put on in that moment that fake, oh, everything's fine. But we know we're not in the right place mentally, emotionally. And that idea is what Paul's getting at with complaining. Now, we instantly think of complaining is, ah, I can't believe it's so hot out or cold out or rainy out or can't believe that that road's closed or there's so much traffic or da da We think of those kind of things as complaining. But when you dig into what this original word would have been, it's more of this, I'm holding this negativity mostly inside. I'll communicate a little bit. I'll let people know that I'm not thrilled about what's happening, but it's mostly a, a negativity that's that's interior, that's unexpressed for the most part. That's something that we're holding on to for ourselves. And, you know, it's like something I've mentioned in the past, and I think it was maybe five or eight episodes ago, something like that, where I was talking to someone about sarcasm. And I was explaining that, you know, when you're just joking around, you're ribbing with your friends or your family or whatever, and everyone knows it's in good fun, you know that that feels different than the moments that you're using it to try to express anger and try to pretend like it's a joke. Um, We know what it feels like when we're internally, whether we communicate it a little bit or not, holding on to this negativity, holding on to uh, our what we consider, whether it is or not, justified frustration about what happened or what didn't happen, about what was said or what wasn't said, about it, who knows. 
but we we hang on to this mostly internal negativity and if we continue to do that we get to the spot where it starts leaking out where uh, like my dad and brother said to me on that weekend you know you really kind of suck to be around and we know the truth of that we've been around people who functioned and stayed in this pattern of negativity so long that they probably don't even see it. And maybe we've been there. I'm, I'm describing a moment when I was there myself where I was so in it, I didn't even notice that I was in it. And it took somebody from an outside perspective that was willing to speak up and say, hey, something's not right. Uh, it kind of feels like, you know, they didn't use these words, but kind of feels like you might be hanging on to something internally. Kind of feels like you might be nursing what you consider wrongs or frustrations or things didn't go your way or whatever it is. And it, it's making you more of a negative person. So Paul says, do everything without that or arguing. And, um, you know, I, I think the best way to express this is just to read a few of the different ways that this same word was translated and depending on the context. All right. So, because we're talking about arguing, I think that's why this is the comparison that's popping into my head. But we know, and I'm, I think this is probably a 10 to 15-year-old phrase, but it's the one that's popping into my head. If we say to somebody, hey, don't make a federal case out of it, what we're trying, what we're not trying to say, what we are saying is, don't make a bigger deal out of this than needs to be made. Don't take something, you know, a, a mountain out of a molehill. And we're using the phrase federal case, which has an actual meaning, but we're using it in uh, a little phrase. I <laughs> I'm so bad at knowing the names of these kind of things. I think it's an idiom, but I don't even know. And you might be going, not even close. Uh, that's okay. You get what I'm talking about. And, you know, sometimes these words that we use, based on the context, it can mean something pretty different, but has a similar, um, not thread that ties it together, but kind of a similar theme running through the different ways that we would understand these words. Okay, so Paul here, when he says, do everything without complaining, what we already talked about, or arguing, that word arguing, these were some of the other ways that this was translated and defined based on the context. Sometimes it talked about a balancing of accounts. 
Sometimes it talked about a judicial inquiry. Sometimes it talked about more in line of what we're, we're translating it as here of debate, argument, or discussion. So Paul's saying, do everything without complaining, which is mostly internal, mostly, a little external, but mostly internal, or arguing, which is pretty much explicitly external. And if you keep it in the, you know, the phrasing, the context of some of these other uh, definitions that I read for you, a balancing of accounts. I think that one is so interesting to think about because, you know, often when we're arguing, that balancing of accounts, that's kind of what we're doing. We're wanting to make sure that what the other party is saying and is quote unquote getting away with doesn't mean that something is coming and being taken away from us, right? Because if we think we're in the right, and if we think we're owed some certain amount of whatever it is, if it's actual things or if it's respect or if it's a consideration, and if that isn't what happens, then we start arguing, right? We start fighting for our rights. We start saying, hey, I'm not just going to sit back and take this. And we start balancing the accounts through debate, argument, discussion. And what Paul's saying here is do everything without complaining internally or arguing externally so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. I love that he starts that whole idea. We're doing it. We're doing things, everything without complaining or arguing so that we may become I love that it's this progressive sense of what is in the process of happening so that we may become. And I think that if we remember that that's what we're doing, that that's what's happening, we can give ourselves a little bit more grace in the moments when we aren't there already because we're in the process of becoming and i just you know it's um it's really the reason that i named the podcast in progress because that's what we're all doing if we're not actively trying to grow and move forward 
in life and faith and relationships and depth and all these things, um, we're missing out on what life is all about. Life is all about this in progress, this becoming that Paul writes about here. And he says we're, that we may become blameless and pure. Another translation, I forget which one, says blameless and harmless. And again, it kind of has that connection to the same as complaining is internal, arguing is external, generally for those. Blameless points to our inner motivation, points to our interaction, uh, not interaction, but our inner action. And we know that our motivations, we know that our intentions, we know that the reason for our action is in the right place when we're not coming from a place of negativity, when we're not coming from a place of balancing the accounts of being ready to debate and fight for what's ours. And so internally, blameless is being in the right place, um, pointing toward ourselves. And then externally, the way in the NIV, Paul writes it is pure, but the other translation that I, that I mentioned is harmless. And that's others facing, right? If blameless has to do with our motivation and inner life, then harmless, pure, has to do with our outward facing life, with the actions and the words and the treatment of the people around us. And Paul's saying, if we get to a spot where internally and externally we're ridding ourselves of negativity, we'll become inward-facing and outward-facing a whole lot healthier, a whole lot better off, blameless and harmless, blameless and pure. And we almost, I mean, once we think about it in that kind of a way, we almost don't even need to read on because we know that if we did that, that if we took a hard look at ourselves and and an honest look at ourselves and said, okay, where is there inwardly some negativity that I'm hanging on to? that I'm nursing, that I'm going back to when I need to remember why I'm right and they're wrong, why I'm good and they're bad, why I'm superior and they're inferior. If I'm not hanging on to that anymore, and if I'm not hanging on to what happens when I internalize that stuff and my outward, my negativity is focused outward toward others, we know what that would do. We know that it would make 
our relationships better. We know that it would make us better. We know it would make us a more pleasant and positive and uplifting person to be around. If you think about the people in your life who just by being around them, you walk away feeling better, happier. You enjoyed that time. Uh, It's not people who are negative. It's not people who, you know, I, I can't remember if I've mentioned this before, but I have some people in my life that my normal greeting, when I see anybody, I just say, hey, how's it going? And there's some people that I have to, when I see them go, don't say, how's it going? Because I know every time they're going to have some new thing that they're going to be complaining about. And it's just like, that just, yeah, I I don't want to just listen to a negative update on meaningless stuff every time that I see you and greet you. That doesn't mean people that are going through tough stuff, I don't care to listen to it. But when I think you get the difference there, when it's people that, you know, it's almost like this manufactured sense of, well, I'm the victim because this went wrong and this went wrong and this went wrong. You know, my, my dog woke up in the middle of the night and I had to take him out. Da, da, da. You know, it's like, okay, that's not how you're doing. You're just wanting to complain about stuff. We know that the people who bring and give us energy and joy and life when we spend time around them, we know that those are the people who are taking Paul's words here to heart. And it's, it's pretty cool that he ends this idea talking about being blameless and pure, blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. And I I think it's really cool that we know what that feels like when someone is living this out, when someone is that person. We know when they're shining like a star in the universe, those are the people that we walk away from just regular interactions with them, feeling like, wow, I'm in a better place because I ran into them today. I'm in a better place from spending five minutes talking to this person that just brings joy. And so the challenge for us is to take a look at our both inner life and the way that we interact with other people and say, has there been some some negativity that I've been nursing? And maybe that negativity comes from a genuine hurt, a genuine disappointment, uh, a genuine mistreatment, but hanging on to that and just continuing to nurse it, continuing to allow ourselves to view the world through this 
primarily kind of by default negative lens because that's what we do when we harbor that interior negativity. And if you are, you know, if you're going, well, hey, I've, I've been through some really tough stuff. And if I told you my story, it would make sense. I, I'm not debating that. I completely agree with you. When I talk to so many people that are at, you know, they're like, well, this is what I've been through. It's like, wow, it's amazing that you're, you know, you're making it through day after day after day holding on to, you know, and not in a negative way, but having experienced that hurt and that betrayal and that pain and that brokenness. And if that's you, I want to encourage you because that's been me. And I I work uh, with a counselor here at Winning at Home. If you're in the West Michigan area, um, you know, I would, I would highly encourage you if you find yourself going, yeah, I think I am holding on to some negativity, but I think it kind of stems from, and you can point back to a deep hurt, a deep betrayal, a deep misunderstanding. Um, you know, you've been victimized or, or any number of things. I don't, want to give an exhaustive list because I'm going to forget something. And I'm, I'm not trying to minimize uh, the hurt. But what I want to point out is that if we keep hanging on to that, what it does is it, it colors the way our interior life is lived. And Maybe not right now. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. Um, But that's going to leak out into the way that we treat others. That's going to leak out into the way that we are to be around. And so if you're in that spot, like I said, I I would highly encourage you to reach out to a counselor Uh, in West Michigan, get in touch with Winning at Home. And I I don't even know offhand how far out our referral network goes. So if you're further away than West Michigan, we still do offer, um, I know a referral network for counselors that are a little further away than, you know, the Holland Grand Rapids area. I'm not sure how far out that network extends, um, but I would encourage you if you're listening and you're going, yeah, I'm, I'm hanging on to some some hurt and I need some help walking through what it would feel like to let that go. And that doesn't mean to say that it didn't hurt. That doesn't mean to say the person or people or situation that hurt you uh, shouldn't have hurt you or wasn't in the wrong. That's not what this is. Uh, But it's a, a step toward moving forward and experiencing some healing. And so if you're in that spot, I would encourage you to reach out to somebody. And if you're in a spot where maybe the hurt and uh, the negative experiences and 
emotions that you're hanging on to are more just because you've allowed yourself to fall into a bit of a pattern of negativity. Maybe it's only about one circumstance. Maybe it's only about this one person that uh, really let you down. This one person that you feel like took advantage of you in some kind of a business deal. This one person that just for whatever reason just rubs you the wrong way. Um, I'd encourage you because maybe you don't have someone to tell you like I did that, hey, you know, it seems like something's going on with you because you kind of kind of suck to be around lately. Um, I'm not going to say that because <laughs> obviously I'm not with you and I don't know. But what I do know is that continuing to nurse that negativity internally, um, that's where it goes eventually. Maybe not yet. Uh, maybe you don't notice it, but don't become so comfortable living in that negativity that you get to that point. Because I've been there. I've experienced it. I've been called out on it. And they were right. I was too comfortable just kind of nursing the wrongs that were done to me, the slights. And what it does over time is it colors the way you see the world. And instead, what Paul encourages us to do is to do everything without complaining that internal, mostly negativity, or arguing that external negativity, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. Let's go shine like stars. That's what we want, right? And we do it, Paul says, as we hold out the word of life, as we experience what God has done in our lives and what he wants to do for others. So let's go live that out and let's go share it with others.